Blog Talk Radio. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, children of all ages, welcome to the FWWC tonight. Sit back, relax, and let us take you on a fantastic ride. Ladies and gentlemen, the FWWC tonight starts in five. Four, three, two, one. Enjoy the ride. Good evening, ladies and gentlemen of the FWWC Universe. That's right. It is your host this evening uh, of the FWWC night as well as the other hat I wear here, and that's obviously the Blue Brand General Manager, Curtis Black, here with you for episode 129 of the FWWC uh, tonight. Now, uh, we got a a really exciting show, or excuse me, I've got a really exciting show planned for you guys, but uh, really this is going to be a show about our callers. Um, As, you know, everybody kind of knows, there there has been some stuff going on, and unfortunately Marcus Mayhem isn't going to be able to to join us this evening. Um, And so with that, my focus is really going to be on the callers. So uh, we want to hear about your matches, we want to talk about what's going on, and we will have, uh, at the end of the night, our uh, promo of the week, obviously. But uh, before we get started here, I do want to obviously give thanks to our sponsors, the WrestleTalk Podcast with Joe and Renee. Uh, last night, uh, knocked out episode 268, uh, getting closer and closer to that big 300, uh, and can't wait there to be uh, can't wait to be there to help celebrate with them. But uh, for this week, they did have uh, guest Sofia Lopez at 7:30, and then Frankie D at 8:30. Obviously, uh, it can be a little bit different when you go catch a replay, but do make sure you catch the replay uh, both on YouTube with Russell Talk Podcast with Joe and Renee, as well as on the Facebook page Russell Talk Podcast with Joe and Renee. Um, you know, definitely check it out. Also, check out. Russell Talk Podcast with Joe and uh, where you can find more information on the FWWC as well as information on the uh, Russell Talk Podcast mug. We uh, are still available uh, there. So, uh, with that all being said, here we are going to go ahead and start getting moving into the action. But uh, I did want to go ahead and address one thing, as I believe most of the competitors know, but I do believe this may be the, the first time it's been put out for a wider audience. Um, there is a bit of a competition, a so-called best in the world, if you will, uh, going on within the red and blue brands. Uh, ultimately, uh, both myself and Marcus was previously, and I know that responsibility is now going to go ahead and move on uh, to Savior Saint, uh, is keeping track of you know the points that have been tallied over the last few weeks and really leading up. Uh, to FWBC Crown Jewel and the two leading point earners uh, will move forward and face off red versus blue and the winner of that title uh, match will have 
uh, you know, a special opportunity that we'll announce uh, maybe a little bit closer to the date, but uh, some exciting stuff going on. And I wanted to uh, let the blue brand know that, you know, within the next couple of days, there will be an update going out to the FWWC page, letting everybody know where they stand with the point totals. Uh, and we'll be moving forward from there. But it can be some, some very, very uh, exciting stuff here. Uh, but with that being said, we are going to go ahead and get kicked off here uh, for the evening, and we'll, uh, like I said, as usual for Monday night, we're going to go ahead and start off uh, with the red brand and kind of move uh, back and forth here. Um, and again, getting to the callers that I have available as, as we get to matches that are involved with them. Uh, but with that being said, we are going to go ahead and start off uh, with the red brand here, in which we saw Heel Deal uh, facing off against Theory. Now, you know, definitely interesting theory is, you know, obviously has a very long history uh, in the FWWC as, as does heel deal. Uh, but seeing theory come out, you know, on top here, um, theory has been, you know, seemingly operating with a bit of a chip on his shoulder here over the last, you know, couple of months here. So uh, to see him come out on top over heel deal, uh, you know, in my mind, not necessarily surprising, uh, but it's going to be interesting to see what continues on um, as we move forward with Heel Deal and, and, and that situation uh, they currently got going on with Theory. Um, but then moving over uh, to the blue brand, we also saw uh, a luchador to Kansas City facing off against uh, the former uh, IC and former Legends champion Cor Corbin Slater, um, and we did see El Luchador pull off a victory here. Uh, Lucha uh, has been having, you know, really a heck of a week. Had a heck of a week, and you know, we'll talk a, lot, a little bit more, you know, about his action on on uh, Friday night here, you know, earlier this evening, um, in a little bit. But uh, he's definitely making some splashes here. Uh, you know, defeating a you know that former double champ. Um, and, you know, while we, we've currently got some, you know, number one contenders kind of set up here for, for the foreseeable future, uh, there are some titles out there that, that are still looking for us uh, some competitors as we uh, get closer and closer to FWWC Survivor Series. So it's uh, going to be interesting to see uh, what happens moving forward there. Uh, but we are going to go ahead and get to a match here, uh, you know, with one of our callers as, like I said, this is going to be a show primarily about the callers this evening. So uh, the first match I want to go ahead and discuss here is going to be uh, from the red brand. Um, and I'm going to go ahead and we can, you know, discuss, you know, his stuff that went on on, on Friday night as well. Uh, but without any further ado, allow me to go ahead and bring on the one, the only Madman Joe. Madman Joe, how are you doing this evening? I'm doing all right. How are you, Mr. Black? Ah, doing all right. I mean, it's it's, it's always interesting uh, when when we're flying solo here, but uh, we're, we're, I feel like we're doing pretty good now. With that being said, uh, you did you yourself uh, found yourself in an interesting position on Monday night um, in your redemption match facing off against Robert. Now, you know, obviously there wasn't necessarily a clear winner in that match, but why don't you tell me a little bit about that match and and how you feel things went with Robert on Monday night? Well. I knew Robert was going to bring the fight come Monday, and I knew it was going to be uh, one for the ages. But as there was no technical winner, we had to move on to Friday. 
All right, and and we can, I mean we can definitely go ahead because I have want to get your thoughts and um you know I do believe we may have your uh, tag partner on hold here as well and and I want to get your thoughts you know regarding that match we saw tonight uh but let's go ahead and discuss your singles match that we saw um that went on uh, tonight as well um again you said you know it continued in this evening so we saw that battle continue with Robert and, and there was in fact a more a more obvious winner here uh let me go ahead and allow you to kind of take it from here and and kind of give us what you saw or the play-by-play for the evening uh, when it comes to your match. Well, it was a good one throughout the whole match as Robert brings the fight every single time. I caught him as he he slipped up and I hit the match slam for the one, two, three. And just like I said this past previous week, Robert just doesn't have the consistency. And it proved tonight because he slipped up and I got the first win in the best of this uh, best of three series. I, and I mean, you, I, I, you can't argue with that, given you know the circumstance as well. Um, I am going to go ahead and, and take a moment here and, and allow me. I've got a, a lot of matches to cover, so I don't want to make sure I don't miss anything from Monday night. Okay, not not miss. Okay, so I am going to go ahead and bring uh, your tag partner on here as well because I do know he did have a singles match this evening, as well as the massive tag match that you know, I'm going to try to get as many points of view as to what was going on there as I can. Uh, so without any further ado, allow me to go ahead and bring on as well uh, the you know now complete tag team, the Prophets of Madness, the Bishop. Bishop, how are you doing this evening? Good evening, Mr. Black. I'm doing well. How are you? Uh, th- we're, we're having a good time and, uh, you know, a little sick, you know, but we're, we're back on the air. But uh, like I said, you had really a hell of of, uh, you know, I say singles, you know, triple threat match uh, between yourself, uh, Voorhees, and Big T that went on this evening. Uh, would love to get your thoughts on the match. Obviously, Voorhees is a scary individual, and he is now holding a title. Uh, love to get your thoughts on the match, and, and we'll discuss that tag match here momentarily as well. Well, you see, Mr. Black, me and the monster Voorhees are no stranger to each other. As a matter of fact, each time me and Voorhees step in the ring one-on-one, I always come out on top. Just as is when it was Voorhees and Fallen, the Prophets of Madness always took the Fallen Souls to school. And you see, Voorhees is a monster. He's a bloodthirsty, limb-rimping, limb-rimping monster. And so I'm not afraid of Voorhees. You see, I'm not afraid of thunder or lightning, and I'm not five years old, so I don't believe that there are monsters under my bed or in my closet. So right here, right now, at some point, since Voorhees now does have the hybrid title, Voorhees, what do you say about me getting that first shot? Uh, oh, okay. So, I... I we got some interesting things I think were going to happen tonight. So I want to get I want to get your guys' thoughts on this tag match because, like I said, this was a massive tag match that happened tonight. But but I'm going to keep you on here, Bishop, because because I think we might we might be able to have an interesting exchange here momentarily. But before we get there, like I said, 
massive tag match. We've seen that, you know, the FWBC tag champions and Grim Reapers facing off against yourselves, the Prophets of Madness, the Hefty Boys, Fresh Henny, the Outsiders, Crystal Killers, Kings of War, and Trucking Nightmares. Really, you know, a who's who of the tag teams there in the FWBC. And a number of you, I mean, ultimately it was those of you that could get to your feet and, and actually were able to walk out of the ring, but seeing your, yourselves, like I said, the Grim Reefers, the Hefty Boys, and the Crystal Killers all kind of, you know, being the ones that maybe not taking a clear victory, but obviously walking out a little bit stronger in the end. Your thoughts on, on what went on here and, and what should we expect from you guys? You know, obviously there's a title defense coming up at FWBC Survivor Series. And, and my understanding is we're going to see not only the, the champions, but a team from b- both red and blue, uh, you know, facing off for those titles. You want me to answer it or mad me? All right. Let, let's, get, let's get your thoughts. I'll get Madman's here in a second. Okay, well, you know, it was a fast-paced match. I mean, there were bodies flying all over the place. I mean, I can't even recall everything that went on. I'm sitting down drinking some Gatorade and bottle of water right now because I'm so spent from that match. But you see, the thing is, is that whenever the tag titles are involved, POM wants their name in the hunting. You see, even though we haven't had our success in gaining those titles, I, I do feel that lightning is going to strike and we're going to gain those titles at some point, whether it be the Grim Reefers or if anyone else is holding the belts. So me and the Madman, that's our goal, is to gain those tag titles soon and very soon. All right, Madman Joe, your thoughts. My thoughts are exactly the same as the Prophets of Madness have always been ready. We constantly stay ready, and we ain't going to stop until we become tag team champions. All right. Well, uh, Madman Joe, like I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to go ahead and keep the bishop here with me for a moment. But before I let you go, Madman Joe, any final thoughts for the FWWC Universe before we let you go this evening? The only thing I got left to say is I'm up one. I only got one more to go to keep my United States title. All right. Well, strong, strong words from Madman Joe. Now, uh, like I said, I thought we might be able to have an interesting explain, uh, interesting situation here. So, um, let me go ahead and bring on the new, as of last week, hybrid champ, television champion, the man from Crystal Lake, Voorhees. Voorhees? Huh. That's never happened before. Timmy, did you lock him out? Well, okay. Not as interesting as I thought it would be, Bishop, so I apologize for that. But 
Timmy did his job in keeping me safe, so thank you. Appreciate that. Um, so I guess uh, before I let you go then here, Bishop, any final thoughts from you for the FWBC universe before I let you get out of here? My final thoughts. You know, yes. everyone seems to be afraid of Voorhees, and I know that Halloween is coming up, but you see, I don't fear Voorhees. I don't fear man living or dead. So Voorhees, pretty soon, it's going to be me and you for that title. And it's time for the bishop to do a little monster hunting. Oh, I I cannot wait to see this. Good good luck with that, Bishop. You have a great evening, and we are going to be continuing to move on here. Uh, I do want to thank everybody who's called in so far again tonight. Is we're really going to be focusing on our callers, and we are definitely going to cover all of the matches. Uh, but again, I want I want to focus on who we've got calling in. Uh, before we get to our next caller, as we're going to jump over to uh, the blue brand here, I do want to go ahead and thank our sponsors again, the Wrestle Talk Podcast uh, with Joe and Renee. Again, uh, go back and check out if you missed it, uh, Wednesday, Wednesday's uh, podcast, wherever you get your podcast, you can also check out the live stream um, at both on YouTube.com. Uh, just search Wrestle Talk Podcast with Joe and Renee. Hit the subscribe button and the follow bell. Uh, so you get informed anytime they go live. And then also the Facebook page, Rest Talk Podcast with Joe and Renee. Uh, you know, uh, however you get your information, make sure you check it out. Uh, is one of the best wrestling podcasts. And they, uh, you know, obviously they interview the most interesting people, the interesting people that are going to be coming up uh, that you're going to see in, uh, you know, WWE or AEW in the next years. Uh, ACH is now part of NXT. I always, I cannot, I mess up his name with NXT, so I'm not even going to try, but they interviewed him before he made it. So you're going to hear things from people that you are going to definitely see in the future. So make sure you're tuning in and checking it out. Again, one of the best wrestling podcasts going right now. Uh, But with that, we are going to go ahead and move back over uh, to the blue brand here. Uh, I'm going to go ahead and discuss uh, with a man, like I said a little bit earlier in the podcast, is on of a bit of a roll here. Um, he's been building some momentum. Did it on Monday night. We saw it again uh, this evening. So without any further ado, allow me to go ahead and uh, introduce the one, the only, El Luchador to Kansas City. Luchador, how are you doing this evening? Oh, man. How you doing, Curtis Black? I'm feeling I'm feeling pretty good, you know, even though I, even though I just had a hell of a have a match tonight against uh, JJ the Common Man. Shoot, I mean, definitely, and and do, doing all right. You know, still still getting over a little sickness. Unfortunately, that's the reason why we missed last week. But you know, like like you were kind of saying, you know, you, you should definitely be feeling good. You had you had you know quite a week. Even we'll jump back to Monday here real quick. Uh, you know, we saw yourself mm-hmm. facing off uh, against Corbin Slater. You know, obviously, man, you know, recently was holding two titles uh, prior to his cash in and, and loss at Hell in a Cell. Uh, but, you know, we saw you with really a definitive victory over him on Monday night. And then uh, again this evening with uh, another very clear definitive victory. Um, you know, you seem to be building some momentum on Blue Brand. Where should we expect to see a luchador, you know, as we move forward, as you're continuing to get these wins? Oh man, you know me. I I plan ahead and you know what? These victories are gonna mean something here pretty soon. 
because you know there's only one there's only one and only championship that I'm looking forward to. Hopefully, with these victories of mine, and that is possibly possibly a spot in that Warriors Heart Championship match at Survivor Series coming up. Because I know that title is I know that title has been vacant for quite a while. Well, since uh, Fluffy Flex retired. Uh, well, and I'll say mm-hmm. it's it's the first time it's been vacant. So obviously, you know, going into FWWC Survivor Series, we're going to be looking for the best. Or, or obviously, you know, in the talks that have been had about this, you know, we're being very selective, and and it's you know very important that you know who gets this is, is going to represent it right. So you know, Luchador. With that being said, I guess you know the question I'll raise is this. You know, with that understanding that you know it's going to be you know very important, and you know it's it's going to take a lot for us to pick you to be in. Why do you feel that you should you know gain your entry into that Warriors Heart Championship? Why do you feel that you should be involved in that match? Well, as you know, my record stands. It's it's been kind of like uh kind of like the Holy Grail for me. In that Warriors Heart Championship match, I mean, you you saw what took place early this summer between me and Voorhees, and obviously later on, uh, Daniel Graham stepped in. Man, you know, me and Voorhees, we were just battling each other day in, day out, and I just couldn't reach, I just couldn't reach the pinnacle of of the success that's here in the FWWC, you know, and I know for a fact that I could pull this off. And one of the greatest pay-per-view, one of the greatest events in the FWWC is Survivor Series, because you know anything can happen in that event. You know, it it's just I just know for a fact that that championship will be calling me real soon. Uh, and and I think you've you've given me a bit of an idea here that we might announce, but but no, I definitely you know I hear the passion there, and you know that is what we want to hear from somebody when, when we're talking about the Warriors Heart Championship, when we're talking about something that that carries the legacy and meaning and, and history uh, that that belt does. Um, we're going to continue uh, to move on here, but you know, Luchador, before we do, um, you know, you, you've made it clear, uh, you know, your thoughts on the Warriors Heart Championship. Um, you know, I I do have you know your thoughts. Like I said, you know, you you have a recent victory over a former legend. Champion, um, you you know, unfortunately, are no longer in uh, the IC Championship. Are you know any other thoughts on on any other championships as it is, or are are you really steadfastly focused on that that Warriors Heart Championship right now? Uh, well, if um, if anything, if any other championship would go my way, then hell, that'd be great. Hell, in fact, there is one championship that I would like to have. Have in my possession that never held before just yet. Even though I fought this man for that title, and I'm sure he's listening. That is, um, I think that hardcore championship would be good around my waist as well. You know, I mean, I know it's a, I know it's one of the toughest championships to obtain. Is also because we all know who the current champion is. Oh, I I know, I know very painfully who the current champion is. Um, you know, as as I've said, you know, if I couldn't get the job done against him in a hardcore match, I'm just gonna say mm-hmm. it, like 
whoever pulls it off, they they've got something you know special because I yeah, the the master of hardcore here couldn't do it. I I don't know that there will ever be another hardcore champion besides Mata. I'm just gonna say it. I want so I want somebody to prove me wrong, but right now I don't know that they can. Yeah, I know. I understand that. <laughs> but uh, with that being said, Luchador, uh, we are getting to our end of our time here with you. Any final thoughts for the FWWC universe before we let you go this evening? Hmm. Well, all I got to say is this. To, any, to anybody in the blue brand that wants to step up with me on Monday night, show me what you got. And I'll, and I'll show you what I have. And We'll definitely have a great match on Monday night next week. Other than that, have a good night, okay? Take care now. Uh, all right, well, Luchador, thank you for joining us here. And uh, we are uh, just shy of halfway through the show, and I do, again, want to thank everybody who's called in so far. Uh, you've made it really a, kind of a great uh, first half hour here um, and can't wait to continue on as we have a, a, you know, a couple more callers, and we'll kind of get to the rest of uh, the matches here. Uh, but one more time uh, before we get to uh, the end of our uh, time here, or at least the end of our first half, our first half, uh, one last time I want to thank our sponsors of Rust Talk Podcast with Joe and Renee real quickly. Make sure you check out rusttalkpodcast.com uh, for more information on all of the crazy stuff that we do here. But uh, without any further ado, allow me to go ahead and bring on a man who who recently – was a part of the FWWC blue brand and then did find himself on the trading block and, and moved his way over uh, to the red brand. And unfortunately hasn't had quite as much success since then. Uh, the man from the Columbus Park, Big T, Big T, how are you doing this evening? Curtis Black, how are you doing, brother? Long time no here. I know it's 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 been a crazy, crazy busy over here on the blue brand side. But you know, as I said, you've definitely been been keeping yourself busy over there on the red brand. Now, unfortunately, it hasn't quite gone your way here. But would love to get your thoughts on your last couple matches, and as well, obviously, FWC uh, Crown Jewel and Survivor Series coming up. Absolutely, absolutely, my man. You see, uh, recently, there's a gentleman here in the FWC who I won't give light on decided he wanted to step in Columbus Park and sink attack me. This war is far from other, brother, and you ain't seen the last of Big T. But I got a serious question for you, Mr. Black, as well as the FWWC universe. Why Go is ahead. it that every, every tag team comes on the Tonight Show and talks about how they're deserving of a title, but nobody mentions me or my man El Luchador when it comes to the tag team titles. And that is the Kansas City Connection. Why is that? You see, if you look up the history of, of the Kansas City Connection's tag team title matches, right? We've been Where on have you guys been? Where have you been? We, every time we tag up, though, Curtis Black, do we not win? Do we not come out on top? Hey, okay. So here, I, I have a couple. So I know – that the negotiations are going on. We're trying to figure out what's going on in the tag situation here. So let's do this. You know, I know, I know you're technically red, but I, as you said, I have your partner on the blue brand. So let's figure out this tag stuff and let's see you guys in action here over the next couple of weeks. And if we see that happen, then, then maybe we can, 
you know, find some matches and, and determine who our number one contenders for both brands are going to be. But but we need to see you guys in action to get there. Uh, absolutely. I agree. You know, I'm also about uh, opportunities and uh, chances. I don't I don't beat down the GM's door. You knew that, Curtis. When I was on Bluebird, I never once came to your office and said, hey, Big T deserves a title shot. What I told you was, hey, how can Big T earn this title shot? See, that's what separates me from the rest of the talent here in the FWWC. Hey, and 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 that's what I'm saying here. So I will I will get with your partner, and I will get with you know Savior Saint as he's filling in here, and we will get it figured out. And next week, whether it's on Monday night or Friday night, we will see the Kansas City connection in action, and we will get this straightened out one way or another. Now. With that being said, like I said, we do have FWWC Survivor Series here coming up very soon. Uh, your thoughts, are we going to see you in the Survivor Series, you know, multi-man match? Obviously, like you said, the Blue Brand is going to have an advantage going in. Any thoughts uh, as we move closer and closer uh, to FWWC Survivor Series? Yeah, first and foremost, I'm going into Crown Jewel, and I'm ridden of Battle Trash. I'm going to get rid of him first. But then comes Survivor Series, Big T is going to be competing for gold. And Big T is going to make sure that FWWC Red Brand seizes and overcomes the blue brand. You know what I'm saying? Ain't nothing personal, brother, but we, it's business is business. Hey, I get it. I get it. Well, uh, Big T, as always, it was great having you on here. But as we do all our guests, any final thoughts for the FWWC universe uh, before we let you go this evening? Yeah, Battle Cat. Your ass belongs to Big T. And I am coming to the jungle. Good night, Curtis. All right, you have a good evening, Big T. Uh, the man uh, from Columbus Park. Uh, keeping it real there on the red brand and uh, definitely, definitely going to be interesting to see that match going down at crown jewel uh, in which we're going to see big T uh, facing off against battle cat. So I'm going to have intern Timmy. We're going to jump back to our notes here real quickly and just take a look at what we still have yet to cover. And looks like we've got quite a bit here um, and definitely some important stuff to go over, especially uh, from Tuesday night. So, uh, we are going to go ahead and, and work our way through uh, real quickly. We're going to finish off uh, Monday night uh, before we go ahead and start moving in, really devoting the second half then uh, into uh, Friday night's matches. So uh, to start with finishing off uh, the Blue brand, uh, we did see the Kings of War, uh, that being Tank Westbrook and the King Jerobe, uh, pulling off a victory over Trucking Nightmares, uh, you know, kind of garnering themselves some attention in that tag match. Uh, we also saw Hardcore Hoss uh, defeat Fallen. Uh, we saw Lilith, uh, the um, free agent, which, uh, again, no one forget, Blue Brands does have the right to draft first. Uh, when the draft comes, which will, or when the pick'em comes, which you know, I'll remind everybody will be coming very soon, as the Blue Brand did win the last round and brought everything to a tie, with the Red Brand having won four, Blue Brand having won four, and with one tie, so four to four and one. So it's going to be interesting. It's going to come down to the final, final. Uh, really 
two, three months, I think we have left, something like that. It is, we're getting down to the wire. Um, I cannot wait to see what happens here. I'm so excited. I'm so proud of everything that Blue Brand has done to kind of pull ourselves into this position. Uh, but then um, I will also want to give a lot of credit uh, to Marcus Mayhem and the Savior Saint and for everything that they've done with the Red Brand uh, to keep it as sharp as it has. Uh, it's been a hell of a fight, and I can't wait to see how it finishes out here. But again, Blue Brand will be getting the first pick and obviously have rights to uh, the hot free agent Lilith uh, that has been kind of tearing it up here over the last few weeks. Now, uh, with that all being said, let's go ahead and finish this off here. We did see, uh, let me get, make sure I'm looking at my right here. I We did see Fallen uh, defeat JJ the Common Man. Uh, we saw Grim Gauntlet Part 2. Now, if anybody is unaware of what's going on here, El Mataradas laid down a challenge to Daniel Grimm. Uh, he would face a gauntlet of five matches, um, and of those, he had to come out above 50%. So, you know, in layman's terms, he would have to win three out of the five matches uh, to advance and earn the opportunity to face off against El Mataradas for the FWBC Hardcore Champion. And uh, we did see on Monday night match two of the Scotland in which we saw Hardcore Sis, uh, somebody who claimed uh, that Daniel Graham had never been able to defeat her, uh, facing off against Daniel Graham. And Daniel Graham was able uh, to come out the victor. So that does move him now to two victories uh, in the Grim Gauntlet, which means at this point he would require one more victory to go ahead and move ahead. And I am going to go ahead and give uh, the man an opportunity as it does appear uh, that we have him on hold. So intern Timmy, uh, go ahead and bring on the one, the only, the current Legends champion. Daniel Grimm. Grimm, how are you doing this evening? Uh, I'm not too bad. How about you, Mr. Black? I'm uh, doing all right. You know, like like I said, I'm getting over a little over being sick, but but we're back on the air. We're we're doing good here now. Uh, as I mentioned, you had you know a pretty big night on Monday night. I, I may maybe not big to you, but definitely the implications are big. In which we saw you defeat Hardcore Sis. Uh, moving yourself one victory away um, from facing off against El Moderatus for the Hardcore Championship. Um, yeah. I, I don't think I need to say much more. Your thoughts on, on all of this? <laughs> well, I mean, like, I got to shut her up for a night. Like, that alone is gratifica- like gratification for me, considering she was making some strong claims that, like you said, she's saying I've never beaten her. Well, in that same sense, she's never beaten me. You know, we were both, both at a standstill. So. Yeah, yeah, well, I beat you both. So. Yeah, I've beaten you too. So whatever. I know, buddy. It's okay. But it's the whole principle of, like I said, I don't, I don't have any bad feelings towards her, or hell, I didn't even have bad feelings towards like La Familia. Problem is, Almada brought La Familia into the problem when he could have just face this head to head so now I have to tear through his family and then tear through him come Survivor Series well I mean so far uh, I mean you're doing I guess 
I'm not so sure I'm going to use the word tear through because I've, I've had his wrath come down on me already. But I'll say you are undefeated so far uh, in the Grim Gauntlet. You are up 2-0. Um, you know, he, he did t- seem to maybe indicate that he had a special surprise coming uh, for your next match. You know, that, you know, maybe you wouldn't be walking out of this match, so it wouldn't be a concern. You know, are you at all worried about who he has in, in store for you for your third match? Uh, I wouldn't necessarily be worried because said person already made their presence known that same night I defeated someone oh, close man. to them. So it's okay. uh, it's one of those. I, I think I got you now. Yeah. <laughs> it's one of those. I understand who I'm up against. The only problem I have with him is him and I have a small past. He actually ended the one thing that I held dear to me besides the Warriors Heart Championship my United States championship. Mm-hmm. So this alone, him being La Familia, him being my next round, him being the person that took away my United States championship. This one's a little personal for myself. I, you know, you're right. It is. I, you know, having forgot that for a moment, but you're 100% right. Um, I will say this. Yeah, as selfish as it sounds, it may be personal for you, but I'm excited to watch what happens. Um, with that being said, uh, you were also involved in uh, two matches this evening. Um, one, unfortunately, did not go your way. Uh, one, <coughs> after a confusing finish and messy ending, I mean, you at least were standing tall at the end of. Uh, but let's let's go ahead and talk about the, the not-so-great first, and that was your icy tourney round one match, which you saw, found yourself uh, facing off a very common foe for you here as of recently, Corbin Slater. Yeah. Now, Slater and I, we, we go back and forth countless times. We face each other for the FHC. We face each other for the legend. We face each other for the Warriors' heart. Now... For the Intercontinental, of course, he gets his one redemption shot. You know, congratulations to him. Bravo to Mr. Slater for getting, I guess, what he can see as redemption. But it still doesn't Uh, change the fact that, you know, I'm still going to walk out with who I am, and he's the one that's changing. You're 100% right and i'm i'm interested to see uh what goes forward moving uh with the tourney but uh with that being said we're going to move on to like i said the other kind of very chaotic situation that we found ourselves in this evening and that was the tag team takeover uh which is the Uh, co-branded like eight team main event uh which saw yourselves the grim reefers the prophets of madness the hefty boys Fresh Henny, The Outsiders, Crystal Killers, Kings of War, and Trucking Nightmares. Um, but ultimately, in the end, through all of the madness and craziness, we did see yourselves, The Prophets of Madness, The Hefty Boys, and The Crystal Killers standing tall. Um, your thoughts on, on that amalgamation of individuals? Well, I mean... Prophets of Madness, they've been fighting for this kind of opportunity forever just to get in the ring with the tag team champs. They've had they've done it before. Last time, maybe it didn't pan out so well, but either way, the other teams, the Crystal Killers, you said, what is that? Voorhees and Battle Cat. Yeah. Like a team just kind of randomly thrown together with a very 
uncreative name, mind you. And then your old friend Hardcore Haas and, and Brick Wall Butt Kiss. Yeah, yeah. Them. They they seem to be that little that little tick that doesn't go away. Like kinda like Lyme disease. Once they bite into you, they're just always there, deteriorating you because all they want to do is just end you. But in the end, we still came out on top just like they did, proving that being the tag champs, who we are, is exactly what we said we were going to do. We're going to take over this tag division. I mean, and you, uh, as has been shown in the past, you guys very rarely take any time off as tag champs. Uh, you know, you're you're out there representing every week. Um, with that being said, um, you know, as we are, like I said, you know, as we are going to see at least one team um, from both the red and blue brand facing off against yourselves at Survivor Series, as it stands now, uh, you know, who are who are you most concerned about? Uh, but moving forward uh, to the end of November. I'm going to be honest. It's uh, probably actually going to be Voorhees and Battlecat. Battlecat always seems to find himself in clutch positions where he knows he can do, well, you know, minus this whole him going after Elmada thing. But he always seems to keep himself in talks no matter what. Let it be singles competition. Let it be he just wants to destroy people. He's always there, and he's always making an impact. So I'm going to have to go with the Crystal Killers probably being the ones I'm going to have. Me and Saint are going to have to watch out for. Hey, and, and I can't argue with that. You know, they may be a new team, but but as you said, you know, Voorhees tends to find themselves in those locations, and you know, you can never count out Balcat as as frustrating as it may be at times. So, uh, one last yeah. topic here, and then and we'll let you go. Um, and that's going to be something that that was talked about a bit, uh, you know, by you know previous caller, and that is uh, the Warriors Heart Championship for the first time ever. The Warriors Heart Championship is lying vacant. Um, you know, you yourself before you know the events occurred that did had earned an opportunity to to fight for the Warriors Heart Championship, and that opportunity is still going to be honored then uh, at FWWC Survivor Series. So as the first competitor and knowing that we are, again, going to be looking at a, a limited field, likely two uh, for additional from the blue brand and two additional from the red brand, um, you know, looking at that, any thoughts on, on you know, the wide open field right now of, of who could potentially be there and, and maybe who you think might deserve that opportunity? Well, I already know that my brother Saint is in it. So, obviously, you know, brotherly love comes into play there. Tough love also. Anybody else, I understand how difficult this match is to come out the victor of. It's not easy. So if you find yourself getting a chance to be in it, you better take me out of the equation sooner or later because I'm going to walk out with that title. I, and it, it's going to be interesting as somebody who's fought and never successfully captured the Warriors Heart Championship. Um, I've got to say, you know, it is it is a whole different game when you're in the ring fighting for that belt. Um, you know, oh yeah, brotherhood, friendship, that none of it exists when when the Warriors Heart Championships on the line. But uh, with that being said, Grim, here we can go ahead and let you go. But before we do, uh, any final thoughts for the FWWC universe before we let you go this evening? 
Almada. I'm knocking on your door. Round three is coming up. I've already beaten two of these so-called La Familia prophets. Why don't we make this one a little more interesting? Since it's a little personal to me, let's make it a lumberjack match. What do you say, General Black? Hey, as long as, you know, I know it's not going to get shut down with a creative control clause, I think that's a a wonderful idea. So I'll make sure that I get a message sent over to, uh, you know, the correct channels. But I I think that's a very interesting idea. So we we will get working on that here. But uh, Daniel Graham, I do want to thank you for joining us here. Uh, You have a great rest of your evening. You as well. All right. So uh, we are going to go ahead and uh, continue on here. Um, and we, I am going to go ahead and try. Uh, looks like I've got one other caller I do want to go ahead and try to get on here. Uh, but, you know, we, we had some difficulty with them last time. So we're, we're going to see, uh, you know, if we're able to go ahead and uh, get that working here. So without any further ado, allow me to go ahead and bring on the man from Crystal Lake, Voorhees. Curtis Black. Voorhees, how are you doing this evening? I could be better if there were more bloodshed. Okay, I'm I'm gonna I'm gonna try to to handle this as normal as I can. We're we're gonna we might struggle here, Voorhees. So Monday night, you faced off against somebody who seemingly has your number, and Dougie Fresh Douglas James, and you were defeated. <laughs> Douglas James was very lucky. The next time he will be in my trophy case as body parts. I really gotta check with Sager Saint to see what he's gonna do now. Okay, so so that being said, I understand you want to keep Douglas James. For a trophy. Okay. So moving on, you had a really good night tonight. Um, you saw yourself, you, you, you and Bishop uh, did find yourselves the victors over Big T. Uh, your thoughts on, you know, defeating Big T and, and, you know, do you have any issues with the Bishop currently? I have no issues with the Bishop, but I will say, we will see each other once again. And as for Big T, he's sinking at the bottom of Crystal Lake right now. Okay. So 
a couple more things I want to ask you about. So as I mentioned, you know, with Daniel Graham and a number of other people who've been on, uh, there was a massive tag match where it kind of has almost encompassed everybody that's been on this evening. Um, and you yourself, along with, like I mentioned before, Daniel Graham of the Grim Reefers, saw the Prophets of Madness, the Hefty Boys, and and yourself and Balcat and the Crystal Killers were were all the ones that were left standing tall at the end of this. Uh, your thoughts on, on the tag teams and, and what are we going to see from, from this new tag team of yourself and Balakat uh, moving forward towards uh, Survivor Series? The Crystal Lake Killers is going to take the tag team division to a terrorizing new level. And we will become the tag champions. Uh, I mean, I I don't doubt that you are, are, are definitely forced to be reckoned with here, Voorhees. Uh, uh, I guess final question here: You are now the FWWC Hybrid Television Champion. You know, as as that belt was kind of intended, that belt's always been or primarily been defended. Uh, during FWBC Live Challengers. Now, are we going to be see, be seeing you as a champion, you know, regularly defending that title, or is that going to be something that's going to be more sporadic? You know, we've seen both from, from different champions. I'm just, you know, curious as as how you are going to proceed as champion. If anybody wants the hybrid title, if you can't find me, I know where to find them, and I will defend it at any cost. But I guess no one will take that challenge. And as for Daniel Grimm and the Warriors' heart, I'm coming for that as well. Uh, all right. Well, I, you know, we've got Voorhees definitely making his intentions known uh, with the, uh, you know, Warriors Heart Championship. You know, we've got him, him saying he will defend at all costs, any time uh, for the Hybrid Championship. Definitely somebody who, uh, you know, is taking his responsibility to heart uh, as a champion here in the FWBC. Uh, but oh, that's that's a little scary. So like I said, I'm gonna have to. I'm going to have to sit down with Savior Saint and, and find out how he is going to ring where he's in. Cause it's a little concerned if he's talking about keeping Douglas James as a trophy. But uh, with that being said, let's we're going to go ahead and finish uh, running through um, our, uh, our results here as we are getting close uh, to the end of our evening. Um, finishing off uh, give, uh, finishing off uh, the blue brand, uh, we did see, uh, intern Timmy's yelling at me here. Uh, we've got, uh, just the final few matches, uh, to cover here. Uh, we have got, uh, Grim, like I said, defeating, uh, hard courses and, uh, match of the Grim gauntlet. And then in the main event, we did see the, uh, FHC champion Tank Westbrook uh, defeating uh, Jake Wyatt. 
uh, pulling off the victory here. And then uh, for the red brand, uh, like as I mentioned previously, the, uh, theory over heel deal. Uh, we saw uh, Douglas James defeating Voorhees. Uh, we saw Battle Cat pulling off over uh, pulling off the win over Big T. Uh, Saint defeating White Eagle, and then in the end, in the first of the best of three for the number one contendership for the Universal Heavyweight Championship, uh, we did see El Moderatus and the Enchantress come to a draw. Now running through. Uh, Friday nights here, as I mentioned before, we did see Voorhees and Bishop overcome uh, Big T. Uh, we saw Madman Joe defeat Robert. Saint defeated Battlecat. Standing tall in the tag team takeover, we saw the Grim Reefers, the Prophets of Madness, the Hefty Boys, and the Crystal Killers in the cross-branded main event. Uh, we then saw Hardcore Haas defeat Fly, uh, Jake Wyatt, we saw uh, El Luchador to Kansas City pull off the victory against JJ the Common Man. Uh, we saw Nightmare Jones move forward uh, over King Jerobi in round one of the IC tournament. We saw Hardcore Sis defeat Tank Westbrook. And in uh, we saw Corbin Slater again move forward over Daniel Grimm uh, in the IC tournament. So uh, just a quick update on your brackets here, ladies and gentlemen, for the FWWC Blue Brand. Uh, if you are following along at home, round one, we did see Jimbo Slice and Jake Wyatt facing off. Jake Wyatt moved to round two. We saw DJZ versus El Luchador to Kansas City facing off with DJZ moving forward to round two. Corbin Slater facing off against Daniel Grimm with Corbin Slater moving on to round two. Uh, we saw Nightmare Jones facing off against King Jerobi with Nightmare Jones moving forward and Fallen facing off against Hardcore Haas with Hardcore Haas moving forward. That leaves one remaining round one match, and that match will be taking place at the Monday Night Live Challenge this coming Monday, in which we will see the brick wall, James Butkus, facing off against Hardcore Sis, which will give us the following matches in round two. We will have Jake Wyatt facing off against DJZ. We will have Corbin Slater facing off against Nightmare Jones, and we will have Hardcore Haas facing off against the winner of the Brick Wall, James Butkus versus Hardcore Sis. Um, and the winners of those matches will f- meet in a triple threat match at FWWC Survivor Series to award the now vacant Intercontinental Championship. Uh, but with that being said, intern Timmy, if you would go ahead and hit the promo of the week music, please. And I uh, do want to go ahead and uh, congratulate uh, Tank Westbrook uh, for winning promo of the week. And, you know, there's, you know, a couple of things that go into promo of the week. And, you know, some of them are creativity and, and some of them are definitely, you know, doing something newer and exciting. Uh, but sometimes I feel it's important to give credit to somebody who, who really feels like they get who they are as their character and, and can, can get that across and express it well in the promo. And, and then the promo uh, that we saw from Tank Westbrook on Monday night 
for his match against Jake Wyatt. Um, you know, I, I thought we really saw that. We saw a lot of commitment to, you know, you know this is who he is, you know, and, and I, I, you know, maybe a little, uh, you know, biased here, but uh, I definitely uh, do uh, see uh, a lot of interesting things there, and I see a lot of commitment to that character. So, you know, for that and, and just for, you know, really the quality of that promo, uh, I we do go ahead and award Tank uh, promo of the week. Now, I do want to say because things have been a little chaotic here, uh, we are going to have a poster up here for you, Tank, and hopefully shortly after the show we're going to have it up here for you. Uh, but – uh, um, we are going to go ahead and get finished up here. Just have intern Chimmy making sure double checking. I know we, we've got a little madness going on here, making sure we've got nobody else that we want to go ahead and talk to. Uh, okay. All right. I'm not, I'm not sure who we're bringing on here. Um, let, let, I'm, I'm having intern Timmy try to get figured out for me. So, so I can get the correct introduction. Um, I, I, yeah, we know how things are going. Uh, all right, let's go ahead and do this. Without any further ado, I'm not, I'm not sure who we got on. So allow me to go ahead and bring on the mystery individual. Mystery individual, man who needs yeah. no introduction. It's me, Pendejo. It's El Mata, the double champion, the hardcore champion, the man that you could not defeat for your precious hardcore championship. And I'm going to tell you something, Mr. Black. I'm in a foul mood because I'm out here at main event with my son trying to distract myself from one thing. You know what that is? From the fact that Mill keeps sticking his dirty, stinking nose in my goddamn business. I'm defending the hybrid championship, trying to do the very best job that I can for the FWWC Red Brand. And guess who shows up only to cock me my mat against that fat slob, Voorhees. That dude has got Hershey's running through his veins. That's why when he gets cut, he doesn't bleed. You think me and Jefe, the greatest superstar in the Estrella of the FWWC, would lose unless some underhanded trick was about? Oh, Curtis, it's no different than what happened at FWWC Summer Twin. Mills, you underhanded sly dog. When I get my hands on you, it's going to be the end of you and quite possibly the end of the FWC. But before I continue rambling on, you idiot, Curtis, like I have a question for you since you seem to know it all. Yeah. Wow. Your interview skills have never been better. I, know. I feel like I'm talking to somebody with Down syndrome. Here's the question. Why, oh why, does Daniel Grimm insist on embarrassing himself the exact same way that you did when you challenged me for my FWWC prestigious hardcore championship? Why don't you answer that for me, smart guy? Hey, I warned him. I told him I don't think anybody can do it. Earlier tonight, I said, I don't think there's going to be another hardcore champion if I couldn't do it. So you, you've got to take it up with oh, him. Oh, shut he your mouth. That's all politics. You're worse than that guy with the orange hair. You're worse than that dude. You know why? Because that's what you say in front of the microphone, Curtis Black. But we all know what you're saying in the SOF chat. 
You guys can't even keep your shit enough together to keep everybody in line so that everyone can be successful. No. You guys are a bunch of hens poking and prodding at each other and talking shit behind everybody's back in your little secret chat. Well, guess what? The secret's out. And Daniel Grimm, Daniel freaking Grimm, I know you don't think you don't have anything to lose, but I know something about you. See, I know you got a sweet tooth for a a certain new somebody here in the FWWC, and I don't think you want to force me to get nasty. So if you happen to make it to FWWC Survivor Series, I'm going to make you prove to me that you're not my bitch. Just like you became my bitch the day that you asked to get back into the Warriors Heart Championship and did me those sloppy little favors. You see Curtis Black when El Matarata picks up the phone. No matter what move I'm in, I always move the needle. And here's the announcement, whether you like it or not. Daniel Grimm, you son of a bitch, if you're lucky enough, if you're lucky enough to get to me, you and me, Survivor Series, title versus title. It doesn't matter if you're holding the Legends Championship, the Heavyweight Championship, the Women's Championship, when and if you face El Mata, the greatest superstar in the history of the FWWC, you will have to lay all your cards on the table and push your chips forward. And if you're not mad enough, which we all know you're not, and you find a way to weasel out of this, it's pretty simple, Mr. Black. He's nothing more than a dirty, stinking rata. Okay, I'm I'm not sure we got any better way to finish it. That's it for everybody for episode 129 of the FWBC night. We will see you next week, same time, same place. I'm Curtis Black. We're out of here.